Hello and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast, 10 of the best new songs every week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers, and me, Gareth May.
Hello and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast. We opened with the sounds of old favourite of ours, Idris Ackermore and Pyramids. I think it's Idris, not Idris. Idris. Like Il- Idris Elba. But um, much more musically... Idris Mohammed. Huh? Idris Mohammed. Yeah, see? All the Idrises. Uh, the track's called Message to My People. It's taken from the excellent new album out on Strut Records called An Angel Fell. He, the Pyramids uh, were around from like the early 70s, or I guess say 72 Something like that, sounds about right. And yeah, it's sort of come back to the fore a little bit over the last couple of years, did a great album, We Are All Africans on Strut, a few years back, which was great. That Rhapsody in Berlin, 7-inch. Oh, on Philophon. What a tune. Yep. um, Rhapsody in Berlin was also on that album. Oh, sorry, it was on the album as well, wasn't it? Yeah, but they, um, yeah, just a fantastic band. The album as well is uh, actually produced by uh, Malcolm Cato, the Heliocentrics, uh, another fave of ours who we saw a few weeks ago yeah had a pleasure of working with him a couple two weeks ago yeah great gig and it's wonderful to hear you sound your luscious tones again anthony chalmers yeah sorry for missing last week i was probably iller than i have ever been but i have recovered with minor scars and i've lost some weight and uh, feeling a bit better Yes, uh, regular listeners will recognise Anthony's wild intonation and uh, uh, what a uh, rapidly moving up and down the the loudness levels that he usually has. When I saw him last weekend when he was in the height of his illness, I've never heard him as quiet and softly spoken, soft, luscious tones. It was like listening to me. Um, <laughs> Ever, but it's nice to have you fighting yeah, just, fit now. Just like speaking very sparingly and whispering. Yes. It's like more listening. I felt quite zen. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel zen. I felt fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> is, the, is, the, is, the, is the truth of it. But you've got had a couple of weeks to like get music all gathered. What have you got for us? Make it good. Oh man, I've just got, I've got real variety. I'm going to do that thing that you do with me. Uh, we'll do a choice. I've Ooh, got right contemporary reggae roots. Sort of Italo disco pop, proper nasty metal with some electronics, mm-hmm. um, industrial and sort of Ghanaian dancey music. Mm, maybe the so nothing too mellow, something pretty up tempo. Maybe not nasty just yet. Something in the middle. <laughs> You've got because okay. it's ultimate okay. open. Shall we just do that? Okay. Well, I mean, it's not. It's not very nice. It's pretty horrible, but that's fine. It's a favourite. It's a Gazelle Twin, uh, previously Brighton, now based up in Nottingham. Her new record coming is called Pastoral. It's uh, released on her own uh, label again. And this is the debut single. It's called Hobby Horse. <laughs> Get to the house, 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 get to the house
<laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That little tiny squeal at the end when you think it's done. Um, I think nobody really sounds quite like Gazelle Twin on her last record and then on this record again. Keeps up the sort of the claustrophobia and the nastiness. And um, yeah, that I associate with her music. It's been a good five years, I think, since her last record. Uh, I'm just sort of guessing that off the top of my head, but I think that's got that right. And in that time, she's um, had a kid and moved city and been finding it, you know, hard to find the time to to really get down to doing a record. I know that this has been, yeah, a, a lot of work and stuff. I cannot wait to hear the rest of the album and to, yeah, have her live down here again. I am pumped. Seriously, like uh, when that started, I wasn't really sure where the track was going at all. And I wasn't really that into it. And then essentially it had the bit in the middle, which kind of sounded the bit horsey it's in terms of like clopping in there and then yeah and, and then it sounded like come on new reds yeah then it just turned into an area which i was very into that sort of very up-tempo dark industrial-esque sort of sounds and that's set for release on anti anti-moon ghost ray uh on 22nd of june anti-ghost moon ray <laughs> oh i got that all around. <laughs> is, is that is that hers her yeah, own. that's her own label yeah absolutely brilliant i can't wait to hear the rest of that i've got quite a lot of heavy deep dark music um with me this week so i don't i guarantee you i reckon i'm willing to put money in it you don't have anything heavier deeper and darker than one of my choices oh interesting i don't know where to uh, start then with that challenge laid down probably go go with the uh, probably with the lighter of the three sort of darker ones i've got it's yeah yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. No, 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 nothing. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't itching to do anything. Yeah, you try me. My nose. <laughs> you try me. Is that what you say? You say, go on, lay it down. Let's see. Let's <laughs> see how dark we can get. It wasn't what I was doing. Love getting deep and dark. Uh, this is from a head technician. It's a alias of Pie Corner Audio. Uh, does a couple, done a couple of records with on ecstatic recordings. An old favorite of ours who have, like we said on the last podcast, have done a lot of great work recently. Uh, not waving, sterile hand artists like that. This LP came out a few weeks ago. It's called Profane Architecture, and this track is called First Pour.
I was saying to Gareth while the uh, song was off that thing with Pi Corner Audio or Head Technician or whatever name he's going under, it's just that whenever I hear just a good electronic track just playing somewhere on the radio or whatever, and it's like, that was Pi Corner Audio. Just 25% of the time when I like it, the man's a freaking genius. Yeah, it releases such a huge amount of music as well. There was a new Pi Corner Audio LP out a couple of weeks ago as well, which um, was, was that on Ecstatic? I don't know. I've got it right here in my hands. It's called uh, Where Things Are Hollow. Play track on the pod? Uh, no, no, it's still in it. Uh, it's, oh. It was actually on uh, Lapsus Records. Um, but, you know, that guy releases a lot of great music and we played most of it on the podcast, but you can guarantee that for every one or two that we play on the podcast, there's another one that we don't that uh, ekes out from time to time. But um, Head Technician is the moniker this time and yeah the track was called first pour from the profane architecture lp and yeah so yes uh, martin jenkins if you listen we are big fans and very much so um yeah sort of new brutalist uh, acid housey techno music awesome <laughs> so here's um, yeah. some brand new music that's sent to me by nick Woodmansey, aka eminative we play quite a bit on this podcast. I think I kind of offended him the other day when I commented on his Instagram post that there were three attractive people in that photo, <laughs> me, you and your girlfriend. And he was like, what, what about, about me? me? No, basically, you know, sort of press shot for Eminative in the background features me, Gareth and my partner. I was like, oh, from, from a gig at Total Refreshment Centre a little while ago. Was that the Sarathy Corwar album launch? It was, because I've actually seen an almost identical photo that has Sarathy Corwar in it. And in the background, there's you, your girlfriend and my girlfriend <laughs> and not me. Us attending at excellent jazz gigs. Anyway, so um, uh, so just he sent this along to me. It's a guy called Nat Birchall. So it's actually Nat Birchall meets Al Breadwinner is the name of the artist. Don't really know anything about it apart from he sent it to me and I quite like it. Sounds Almighty is the name of the record. Basically, we play a fair amount of sort of like contemporary dance hall and electronic sounds like that, but not really a lot of sort of contemporary roots dub. It's just not really something that you hear around so often. So... Thought I'd give this a spin.
Nat Birchall meets Al Breadwinner uh, is the uh, is the artist, and the track is called Youth Iron Rock. And I think it's an absolutely stunning piece of a roots dub. Yeah, it's uh, rare that you hear contemporary roots reggae. And tell me more about all of that. I have absolutely nothing to say. Excellent. Got no clue. No clue. No label, no release I'm date. sharing this on behalf of Nats with a few of my contacts who may love it as much as I do for reviews and radio plays. Please no. buy the vinyl. From where? Oh, man. That's uh, missing a key piece of information in that. Uh, I was going to say begging letter, but it's just a nice share. So please buy the vinyl. of. Okay, the... let me look up the artist. Here's Nat Birchall. He's a saxophone player. Um... Saxophone player from the northwest of England, released on Jazzman Records, Sound and Spirit, and many That's others. That's why I recognise that name. Uh, as like I recognise the name from somewhere, but it's obviously Jazzman. Yeah, sort of spiritual jazz uh, saxophone player. Jazzman, who have of course well, released the new. Playing, uh, playing Total Refreshment Centre tonight. Doesn't help. <laughs> uh, Jazzman Records, who of course released the new emanative album that comes out in a few weeks. Yeah, exactly. All right, okay. So I know I talked about how I had lots of dark and dangerous stuff. (laughs) Or was it deep and dark stuff (laughs) this week? But I'm going to play something that's a little bit different. um, Dark and dangerous, mean. Yeah, that's me. But yeah, so I always sort of write scribbled little bits. And for the last podcast, I had like way too many songs, including this one. So I haven't listened to it for a little while. But I wrote, Computer Gamey sounds like something... No, Computer Gamey... Full stop. Sounds like something from Streets of Rage. Cool. So, yeah, it's from a label we play fairly frequently called ChinaBot. A London-based label plays a lot of um, sort of promoting... Expre- flashback. You didn't play this exact song on the last podcast, did you? Nope. I feel like you've said all of this. No, I played um, something from Mental Maps, which was a compilation they put out of about two months ago. Um, but, yes, I definitely talked about ChinaBot then. Oh, it's the Streets of Rage bit as well. Oh, I just... No, mm. I don't think so. I definitely didn't play this. It's uh, from a, a South Korean artist called Pao Huang Dan. Uh, he's from Shenzhen. And this track is called Klimt's Butcher Shop, which is an amazing title. Klimt, <laughs> like the painter. Yeah,
There you have it. Great, eh? That uh, sounds like Pao Huang Dan, uh, Klimt's Butcher Shop. I almost keep saying barber shop, but it is butcher shop. Uh, the album is called uh, Saniopsionship, which is... Matisse Barbershop is the next single. <laughs> you reckon? That's, uh, that's the other track on the album. <laughs> uh, it's uh, released via ChinaBot chinabot.bandcamp.com a label with not a huge amount of releases but every single one of them is worth your investigation if you're into that also notice that a lot of the tracks i have this week at least two of them anyway have a very futuristic sound or sort of that futuristic sound from the 80s in terms of you know or futuristic sounds of the 80s from the okay, 80s so when how old are you Garrett? when you're in the 80s <laughs> the sounds of the future from then i i, I know exactly what you're talking about you're good talking about synthesizers exactly <laughs> oh yeah i'm talking about that the tracks i have have synthesizers that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what that is so it's, it's just the sound of the future in the 80s um, so let's say the world absolutely <laughs> goes to nuclear shit. This is the like sound. in the eighties that people were scared <laughs> yeah. of. This is the sounds of the future. Um, it's the new album from the Body. Um, released on Thrill Jockey again. I'm not sure if we've played them on the pod before. I imagine we probably have. The Body. Um, I don't think we have. Maybe not. They, they, they're sort of really, really quite nasty. Always. It's not so suitable for radio. Even this kind of radio. Um, but yeah. I really like this record. It's got, I don't know, it's got quite some sort of electronic tracks on it as well, which is a little bit more of a departure from what I've heard from them. Dare I say a slightly witch housey sound, possibly, but it keeps their really heavy black metal nastiness and um, some pretty nice singing on this one. As well. I, I just want to say, I'm really super intrigued by the fact that you said that it's probably not even suitable for this podcast. And this is a podcast where a few months ago we played uh, 1920s Chinese gong music. Yeah, you know, but that but that's that, that's better than think than songs that make people feel bad. Feel bad. <laughs> oh, you've been warned. <laughs> Let's go.
So was that was that a bit nicer than I than I anticipated? I hyped it up too much. I'm, I'm not sure. It's. I think I might have darker and deeper and nastier <laughs> coming up. Oh, nice. I, I look forward to hearing that. It's, it's essentially nothing with um, female singing in it. But that doesn't uh, make it any less nice. No, it does not. But uh, she has a fairly... She, she has some pretty good screaming at the end, though. She's was. got a good black metal voice, as well as a sort of general body squealing sound that you always get with there. Yeah, that's true. We um, Last year, I remember you played quite a lot of Thrill Jockey in sort of like week after week for a period of time. And it's been a while since they've put anything out that you've brought along Maybe it has been, has been a few weeks. to the pod. So who who is that and what is it? The Body are an American black metal duo. Uh, been around for a little while now. I'm going to say this is minimally their third album. Um, they've been released on Thrill Jockey for a few now. I'm not sure who the guest vocalist is there, actually. But the song is called Nothing Stirs, and it's from their brand new album, which is called I Have Fought Against It, But I Can't Any Longer. And it's out now? Out now. Out now on Phil Jockey. They've just been touring Europe. They played in London last week. Um, but no doubt they'll be back again and travelling around. Yeah, exactly. So that's about, about what, I can, uh, Say what I can offer. So I've got something now. It's, from a, uh, it's very short. It's just over a minute long from a uh, Seattle, Washington band called Regional Justice Centre. <laughs> they, they are. They can't mock any band names now after that guy's comment. Dad. Actually, I quite like that band name anyway. We'd actually already um, decided we won't go comment on band names anyway. That's true. But but this is a band. They released a um, demo back on back in March last year and just released it through their Bandcamp, uh, and then they got picked up by Adagio Eight Eight Thirty, which is a German record label we've played once before. Sort of a noise thrash metal sort of label. Uh, they they released a harder oot the Swedish band that we played back on episode 132. Um, they've now yeah, got this LP from Regional Justice Centre. It's uh, called World of Inconvenience. It's out the 15th of June, and this is a track called Control. <laughs> Much nastier and heavier than mine. Thanks, oh, man. man. Yeah, get to uh, I've been ill, and, <laughs> and now what... I've let myself down. No. I've let the listeners down. I've you, let everybody down. You've let no one down. Neither have Regional <laughs> Justice Centre. Uh, tracks called Control. It's taken from their LP called World of Inconvenience. Uh, it's actually a. I didn't notice this before, but I have just spotted it now. It is a collaboration between a, a, a few uh, record labels: Adagio Eight Thirty, a Berlin label. Uh, who have released the bronze colour vinyl, uh, Forever Never Ends, uh, who have released a abom- abomination of a clear vinyl, and To Live a Life, who have released it on Opaque Light Blue. Oh, and oh, another one, sorry. Opaque stri- Light Blue is awful as well. Uh, another one, Straight and Alert, who have released Orange. Come on, people. Get Campaign ra- for fucking black vinyl. <laughs> I, I, I don't mind colour vinyl. I don't like um, clear. Clear is the worst. And... Um, any sort but of like clue. opaque one as well. It's just like mm, yeah, I, I like a that, you know that light blue. Look at this. Well, you can't. It's not very good for radio. How does this look to you, Gareth? Blue. Fucking horseshit is what it looks like. <laughs> is that right? I mean, I've got the amazing Equinox uh, recent record in my hand with stunning music and rubbish look. I reckon that record goes for a fair bit of money now because people love coloured vinyl, and I think you are in a. 
maggots. Yeah, they, you were really come out swinging from your illness. The other, the other colour that I dislike is white. Awful. But why are they? Um, yeah, I hate whites. Um, but <laughs> the uh, it's the uh, it, it's only because the that and clear and opaque vinyl is just really hard to DJ um, if you're wanting an individual it, track. Exactly. There's a specific reason. Yeah. For not, it's just not like don't just don't like it. It's, it's not like ten inches. It's just that you it's just that you can't cue the songs while DJing. Just, you're playing in a club. You're playing on the radio. You can't cue the songs. All right. So there's a practical dislike that is not. Like our ten-inch vinyl disc, like which is purely aesthetic. No, 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 that is not purely aesthetic. It's a ten-inch vinyl is very annoying to put into your DJ box. That is true, and you'll never get a DJ box like because you, you can get seven-inch DJ box, but like a ten-inch DJ box, are you mad? How many ten-inches <laughs> are you bringing? And then, like in your home storage for records, okay, you know, I've got let's say you know a thousand twelve inches, three hundred sevens or something, twenty. 30, 10 inches, where, where am I going to put them? What bit of shelf is spaced the right amount for that? It's, it's, it's not based on nothing, Gareth. I love that I can just wind you up and let you go. <laughs> I, I, I am like a wind-up monkey. <laughs> go. No worries, man. Just bring in some passion. Bring in some passion to the podcast. Oh, I'm going to play you some brand, the brand new track from Chromatics. Out on May the 16th on Italians Do It Better. This is a Black Walls. Black, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, violet, pink, white. Oh, 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 
chromatics abound who i've always thought of being great quite underrated never really managed to sort of cross over into the pop world so much and an excellent use of the word delectable there as well i'm gonna call you up for that thank you very much um uh, the track's called black walls um it's a bit weird i'm trying to see what the album's called here but the new album doesn't seem to actually feature that song despite the fact that that seems to be the new single. So we're not quite sure where that leaves us. Yeah, there's obviously something coming out that uh, we have not done the research for. But they have a a new album called Kill for Love, it looks like, double vinyl. Cool. Uh, I'm going to play something from a UAE label, Bedouin Records. They are um, a label that do a lot of sort of deep, dark, industrial techno music and sort of that sort of music. They... um, they released quite a lot of Japanese stuff, actually. They've uh, released uh, Pan Daijing before, and a couple of other people we like here on the podcast, Imaginary Forces and Hieroglyphic Being as well, have come out through Bedouin Records. Uh, this one is actually almost as far from the UAE as you can get. It's uh, from Des Williams, who's from Hollyhead, um, just off the coast of North Wales. Um, he has had a, quite a few records, been around for some time now. Um, he's got a new album called Against Your Will, which came out last week, and this track is called Full Knot.
super good. Sounds like Des Williams. Uh, Fail not taken from the album Against Your Will. Out right now on Bedouin Records uh, out of UAE. A label I wasn't hugely aware of. I sort of heard the name, but like I don't really investigated it much. But that album is absolutely cracking and definitely worth your time and money if you are into that sort of dark industrial techno stuff. Also one of the beautiful things about modern communications technology is this uh, UAE record label releasing a chap from Wales as well you know just got you like that yeah love it on um, my last my favourite label show I had uh, Hominid Sounds and they were talking about how they wanted to branch out into releasing music from artists outside the UK yeah why not it'd be very exciting indeed because of with a record label like Hominid who have a very sort of uh, tight crew of say of you know 100 people a couple hundred people in London that sort of you know that a completely unknown artist would then be very well known to a small amount of people which mm. is a good position to be in yeah man. um Cool, well, that's about all we've got time for. Thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast and thank you for tuning in despite missing the uh, me missing the last one. Um, I want to leave you with one from a brand new project called Onipa. Have we played Cog in the Zongo Band, Gus? Don't think so. Well, at uh, Glastonbury, I, uh, I uh, had the pleasure of seeing a band, Cog in the Zongo Band. Where was I? It's the Flamingons here. You were there that yeah, year. Yeah, no, I was there with you. Yeah, where, where were you? Don't know, Cog and the Zongo. I've seen Cog and the Zongo band. At Glastonbury. I mean, I could have been watching Kanye West or something instead. (sighs) Who knows? Maybe it was. I I met Cog. I mean, me and you go to pretty much all festivals together. Yeah, it's very rare that we do. Somewhere around, I saw Cog and the Zongo band. Um, He's uh, they're from somewhere up north, like Doncaster or Bradford, and uh, but of uh, Ghanaian descent. And uh, so the singer Cog is in. This band is a project with a guy from the band Nabayan Twist, who are a London-based sort of ensemble of sorts. Um, their booking agent, Andre, sent this along to me, and I think it's really quite good. And uh, sort of like new electronic sound, bit of Kanona Number 1, bit of Shangan Electro, bit of De Brute, bit of Songhoi Blues is what the description he's given me. Sort of rough master of the album to come. And, uh, yeah. We'll see you next week.
Yeah. yeah.